We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the of government becomes destructive of these ends. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Nani Jadon. Hello, hello everyone. Glad to have you guys back for another episode um, with us on the Constitutionalist, our community, our community podcast. Um, I don't know why I didn't update before, but I said this is part one. America's Falling Part One. Today we're talking about uh, who constitution treason and much more in foreign relations uh, when it comes to what's going on with America. Um, and also I want to kind of briefly discuss in a sense to how our forefathers um, would have reacted um, to the things that are going on with how our government has decided to get involved internationally because our government would not actually, our forefathers did not want this actually in the first place. But we see here that we have an issue and a problem um, with um, multiple occasions like NATO, EU, and then um, the attempt for the um, Paris Agreement. Is that right, Robert? Uh, yes, the Paris Climate Accords under Barack Obama. Gotcha. Thank you for that. Um, so real quick, we're going to talk about the WHO Constitution, but before we get to the actual nitty-gritty pieces of it, um, the WHO Constitution was, um, United States became a member, um, in 1948, okay? And I would like to take a look at who was in power at that time, um, the majority, uh, House majority was um, Republican. And let's see, it's showing the House majority. Where's the Senate majority? Bah humbug. Let me put Senate. So it was Republican for the House when they decided to make this happen. They were working on this from 1946 into 1948, and it became law in April of 1948. Um, so Senate, um, inconclusive Democrat Party, was the majority is what it's looking like. So here we have our uniparty, you know, doing what they do best. So wait, give me the conclusive statement here. After the inconclusive Democrat primary in July, a hotly contested. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, um, Republicans uh, contested. There was some issues, so that's the reason why this one's kind of weird. I guess they, they were contesting the general election, but you know we don't have a history of having bad elections here. So, um, yeah. So the um, so the the Senate was Democrat, and then the House was Republican. So this has been going on from 1946 to 1948. So we have, I have put a link in our group message. Let me get you guys the link uh, for this as well on here in the comment section. And I have to do that to my phone. Let me put that in there. Also too, Robert, if you have any links, go ahead and throw those into the, the live chat section too. Um, here we go. Put in, you guys can look at the put in what? Yeah. Hmm? Put in what? If you have anything to add in the, the comment section, please do so. Um, in the like while we're talking. But I already sent it, so. All right. The link. So I sent. Well, why isn't it working? Cheese and rice. My goodness. Okay. Right now we're looking at the WHO Health Organization. You guys click that link. We can kind of look over that. That's when this is what we're talking about. America becoming a member of this. Um, who uh, remains firmly committed to principles set out in the preamble to the Constitution, their Constitution, not the U.S. Constitution, their, this Constitution they wrote. Health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease and firmly. The enjoyment of the highest attainable standard of health is one of the fundamental rights of every human being without distinction of race, religion, political belief, economic, or social condition. I'm like, who's making up these rules? Like, anyways, the health of all people is fundamental to the obtain of peace, security, and dependent on fulfillment, cooperation of individuals and states. And states, I believe they're referring to different countries and on the in the world not just our states. The achievement of any state in the promotion and protection of health is the value of all unequal development in different countries and promotion of health and controlled diseases, especially communicable diseases is a common danger. Health development of a child is, is of basic importance. Ability to live harmoniously in a changing total environment is essential to such development. That's interesting. That's very interesting, by the way, that that is stated here, but we have Okay, if y'all know where I'm going with that. Um, the extension to all peoples of the benefits of medical, physiological, and related knowledge is essential to the fullest attainment of health. Informed opinion and active cooperation on the part of the public are the utmost importance in the improvement of health and the people. Governments have a responsibility for the health of their people, which can be fulfilled only by the provisions of equipment. Uh, adequate health and social measures. So there you guys see here, under here it says where the constitution was adopted um, by the International Health Conference held in New York from 19, June 19th to the 22nd, what? June 19th to July 22nd, 1946. And it was signed on July 2nd, 1946 by the representatives of 61 states and entered into force. On April 7th of 1948, later amendments are incorporated into this text. Now, 
Now, if you want to take a look and see when we decided to become a member, I actually clicked on here. Where is my member link? Let me go back so that you guys can actually see for yourself when we became a member. A member. Um, I'm going to send you guys this link here. I'm going to send this to myself and then to you guys. Actually, I'm going to send it to Robert first and then to you guys. Because I'm playing through this in my phone and my laptop. Here we go. Okay. This will take you to the table of contents of the Constitution. Did Robert beat me to it? No, he did. That's different. Okay, this will take you to the KO. Hey, Courtney. This will take you to the table of contents of what we're looking at here. And you'll be able to see. Okay, if you scroll down, you'll see at the bottom it says annexes, and you'll hit members of the World Health Organization. If you click on that, um, you'll see members of the World Health Organization at as of May 2019. Um, the members and associate members of the World Health Organization are listed below with the date of which uh, they became a party to the Constitution of, or date of admission to associate member. Membership. So you scroll on down to the big good old U's so we can get to the good old USA. That's where you'll find we'll, where we became a member, uh, June 21st, 1948. Okay. And then I was looking to see who, when I actually looked at myself, you can look and see who the House, um, who the Congress majority was during 1948. The um, House was Republicans. So, um, we had to have a uh, it go through the House. It has to go through Senate to thirds vote um, to get that through. So, like I said, this is a unit party. And every time I see it here, people, you know, complain and only point fingers at one side. It's like you're not getting it. Not getting it. It's both of them who's who's done this and gotten us entangled with things like this. Let's get back to the Constitution. Uh, Robert, did you want to add anything before we um, hit some pieces on this Constitution? Oh, um, actually, yeah. Now, I just wanted, I'm just looking at that document that you, uh, put out. So, I'm, so I'm seeing a lot of historical correlations here. Cause, for example, what happened in 1945? The U.S. and the Soviets just defeated Hitler, who wanted a, who wanted a similar, uh, who wanted a, who had a socialist healthcare system, a socialist military, uh, and had a, and had, and the economy was, if you look, if you look in, in Nazi Germany, the, the economy was actually kind of a mix of capitalism and socialism, but, but the com, socialism is the common theme here. Now, a lot of these countries, now, a lot of the European countries, the, like the Western and 
and uh, Western and non-Baltic countries, it looks like they joined the they joined uh, shortly after the Nazis were defeated, and then and then the former Soviet countries like Czechoslovakia. They, they joined in the 1990s after the Soviets fell. And it looks like some of the Asian countries like Vietnam, they joined in the, the, they joined in, they joined around it, around the time of the Cold War. So, uh, so frankly, I think that maybe some of these U.S. wars, a lot of it was about foreign influence more than anything. It was never, since World War One, it's never really been about a threat to the United States directly because you don't think we could have, uh, ju- we could have just built, played defense and kept, and kept Hitler out of our, Hitler and uh, out of our backyard. And just let, you know, and let Europe, uh, deal with our own battles. We could have done that. I mean, cause we built, we defeated the British in 1812 by building our own ships all in Baltimore. So we could have done it, but no, we chose to police the world. So that's, so there's a lot of historical information you have to correlate with this and it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And so those dates are the war ended on May 8th of 1945. That's when the war came to end in Europe. Um, then, you know, during that time frame, Harry Truman was actually um, president. Why did I not put this on here? He was president from, oh my goodness, I just wrote down the wrong date. Yeah, he was he was president from 1945. And then um, his his the the Senate, the president of the Senate, which would be the VP, was Alan Alan W. Barkley. So you're absolutely right on that that correlation, and I think it's crazy how they would want to set up something like this right afterwards, where they would use the fear whenever something travels with a tragedy happens like this, they would use the fear. In order to implement things like this, and people just you know jump on and agree, you know, good and well, these people most likely did not read this um, constitution um, on their own. Uh, let's see, Courtney says we are we were infiltrated by the elites ages ago. The UN and H O are created because people realize and expose the League of Nations is literally all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so guys, by the way, this is part one. So today we're going to, you know, discuss the Constitution. We can talk about punishment, tre- you know, treason and all those good things. Um, let me go ahead and pull up Baldi real quick for a second, and then we'll get back on to moving on in the subject. Or Blondie, Blondie, there he goes. Gotcha. How's everyone doing? Good to hear you all. Hey, good to hear you. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you go back to what I told you that we need to purge the government and we need to purge ourselves from these foreign infiltrators. It's not the first time. They've been around. Remember again, it has to do with the brotherhood called the Freemasons, the fraternity. That is the problem. Secret societies, kingdom, everything from Denmark, Spain, England, anything that has the kingdom is involved in that. For Biden to go over there to, I think, this week, right? 
to sign out of 194 nations the right of sovereignty to the WHO pretty much gives them authority to come in and start enacting all sorts of mandates on us and force assassinations pretty much. Every time there's like a pandemic, that's just, that's basically their excuse. So all they need is to make up a, a pandemic to come in, whatever disease it might be, another night, a new type of COVID or whatever, bug that they're fixing to kill people. So they could walk in here, march in here like an army. I know that who has to do the world health, but what rights do, do they have under the United Nations? Are they going to come in here with a, with, with a standing army against ours? Does that mean that we the people have to get up in arms and fight them? I mean, the act of what, what Biden is doing, that's treason right there. We're a sovereign nation. We don't, we don't surrender our sovereignty to, to the who. Talk about, I mean, I studied this topic back it's like in sociology back in 1999, 2000, college, regarding when medicine becomes politics, using medicine as a, as a, as a maneuver to control and to manipulate people's lives. We're living it right now, ladies and gentlemen. It is a horrible thing. What is it going to mean? Where the United States government failed in implementing forced vaccination, they're going to come in and do their own thing? Hey, I think there's some music playing in your background. Oh, sorry. Let me step out. I am at a coffee shop. So what does it mean? Does it mean we finally get to use the Second Amendment and put it to use against enemies, both domestic and foreign? Is that what it means? It's a horrible thing to even think about that. It's a horrible thing. What is this world coming to? That's treason. That is a violation of the Logan Act. That is a violation of every act and, and law. That is an act of treason. That's a modern-day Benedict Arnold right there. If whoever signed, especially if it's Biden or if it's the Secretary of State, whoever's in charge of signing, that is against the law. I wonder what rule they're going to make up as they go along. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to know. This thing's going to last from today all the way through Wednesday. Three days. Anyway, I would like somebody to jump in there in here and say something. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for uh, putting that in there. Um, yeah, I mean, these things have been going on, and America does have been had multiple reasons where we could actually use what the Declaration of Independence says and then take our government back and then, you know, reform it the way that we find fit. And we can do it any way we seem, you know, that's deemed fit. Um, if you've noticed, too, um, when the whole COVID thing happened and they were pressuring certain states to do and follow um, the rules and the laws, Republican and Democrat states made COVID um, uh, standards that people had to follow. And they were referencing the who they were referencing. Um, international things and also too someone actually made a post um oh, i need to go find it real quick and this makes me raise my eyebrows some because i didn't realize it or think about it someone posted this they say they took a screenshot of exactly of uh donald trump's uh tweet he had put out while he was president still and i haven't tweeted that much yesterday he should be here okay let me um, put this in a group and then share this in the comment section for me. Um, so I'm not going back and forth. I'm looking at my laptop. So I'm putting this in the constitutionalist group so you guys can see it. I believe I put it there yesterday too. I can't remember. Okay. Um, this was a real tweet. I took the screenshot myself. Ryan Lawrence says, 
despite reports to the contrary, Sweden is paying heavy for its decision not to lock down. As of today, 2,462 people have died there, as much a much higher number than the neighboring countries of Norway, 207, Finland, 206, or Denmark, 443. The United States have made the correct decision. And that that is, uh, you know, discussing on shutting down our government and putting all those mandates in place. But I feel like we're so busy, distracted by things, you know, protecting and supporting um, him that we miss things like that. That's really important to um, his relation with the, the world government and his compliance with the vaccines and these mandates across the United States. So, um, Robert, did you want to add anything? And thank you, Flamthor, for sharing that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Still getting used to this phone. Um, so, so yeah, my opinion on Donald Trump has really changed ever since he started pushing the vaccines and it was a real slap in the face when, when he brought the, the uh, CEO and the vice president of J and J on stage. No, I didn't watch that. I saw that, but I saw the screenshot that somebody thankfully took and I was like, what the hell? I mean, is he totally dope, totally deaf or was Hillary Clinton right that he's a grifter? Yeah, definitely. So let me let me hit this point too. Okay, we're gonna hit on our forefathers, and then anyone else who wants to speak can definitely, most certainly, come up here and grab a mic as well, and um, drop some information. But um, we are definitely. I'm gonna read you all something. We're up against the empires of lies. Under today's state of affairs, we can turn to the Declaration of Independence for the solution. It counsels us that to secure our unalienable rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving from their just powers, from the consent of the governed, that whenever our form of government had becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter it and to revive our natural law government. Um, laying its foundation, uh, fund- foundation on this document, the Declaration of Independence, um, organizing elected officials' powers that are ordained in the United States Constitution in its capstone bill of prohibitations. <laughs> Therefore, when our elected representatives assault our liberties with a long train of abuses and usurpations, this sounds like our anthem, right? <laughs> it's so great just like saying it out loud. <laughs> Designed to reduce we the people under absolute despotism. It is our right, it is our duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for our future security. The Foreign Controlled American Bar Association, ABA, in, conclu- in conclu- conclusion with our traitorous Congress via the creation of political parties has destroyed our political process. They have destroyed the regular um, deliberation and actions of the constituted authorities. They have opened the door for foreign influence and corruption. Thus, the policy of the United States are subject to the will of communist and Marxist countries. They have divided the people um one against another. They have ruined public liberty. They choke control and repress our economy. Um, they foment occasional riots and insurrections. They kindle animosity of one part against another. They put in place 
of delegated will of the nation, the will of the party elite. And I'm actually trying to find a different piece. I admit I, I skip over it. I know, I think I read over it and dismissed it. Hold on. Foreign. But basically, also, this one talks about how the, the parties have ruined this country. John, so here's the thing. Um, John Adams has said, there is nothing which I dread so much as a division of the republic into two great parties. So when I'm sitting there battling and fighting back and forth and, you know, our constitutionalist team and our group and everything, we're going after these people and discussing them. They're just simping still for Republican Party. They're still stuck on this lesser two evils. Like this, this issue that we have is because of the, that they've divided us as a country. They divide us into different parties, different interests. This, this stuff going on nationally across the globe, all this is not just Democrats, not just Republicans. It's both of them doing it. Thomas, Je- Thomas Jefferson says, one second, who is that? Who might be Bob, buddy, buddy. Um, I'm going to put you back over into the, the dinghy. Not sure why you did that. Thomas Jefferson said, if I could not go to heaven, but with a political party, I would decline to go. Like, this is how serious they were against the parties. Thomas Paine said parties are blind to truth and hard against convention. They they seeks to justify error by preservation and denies to its own mind and operation of its own judgment. A man under the tyranny of party spirit is the greatest slave upon the earth for none of him can deprive him of the freedom of thought. James Madison said, the public good is disregarded in the conflicts of rival parties. Liberty is to, is to faction that air is to fire an, an element um, without which it instantly expires. We withhold a Republican remedy for the diseases most incident to the Republican government. Local parties within a natural law pub, uh, republic are contradictive and thereby destructive because there is nothing to debate. We already define our jurisdictions and powers via our founding documents. I'm going to copy and paste that right quick, you guys. Robert, want to add anything? Because, like, that is exactly what's going on. Um, yes. Uh, I have been voting Republican most of my life. The only time I ever voted Democrat was for... Barack Obama in 2008, and that was only because it was between quite literally giant douche and turd sandwich. So I had to pick one of I. So it's either I pick it's either I pick the traitor or I pick the guy I know nothing about in the media. I'll tell you, I was really disappointed when I saw the media protected the guy, and this is the first black president who could have done some good for society, but instead he drove a wedge and took us back to the 1950s. You know, so, so the problem is, I do believe is the parties. It's not, the answer is not in either party. And also, when you, when we're, when we're talking about the parties, think about this. Do, does, does our, is our dinner conversation really that much different? I mean, don't most people worry, worry about things like how you're going to pay your rent and mortgage, how you're going to pay your utilities, provide for your kids, 
what the school, your kids' education is going to be like and things like that. I mean, I really think we're not that much different from each other. It's just that we choose to embrace all these different tribal mentalities and, and everybody thinks that they, everybody thinks that they're right and is not willing to listen to, listen to reason. Yeah. And then definitely. And then let me, um, we're hitting back around this, um, time frame too a bit. And this, 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 um, this is not an essay, but someone wrote some very good stuff here. Um, and if they're talking about in 1944, the United States surrendered to centralized banking system, which is very close to what we were just discussing with the whole time, um, right before the war, um, had ended 1944. Um, they surrendered to a centralized banking system. Um, the prevailing economic system of the world is based on Prince and Woods agreement, which was established after World War II, World War, Second World War. Uh, <clears throat> while all the uh, countries thought it would be it would boost the economies of the world and people would have more money in their hands, little did they know that it was just a plan to destroy currencies of the world to make the dollar of currency anchor of the world. Sorry, I'm like noting these things so I can make sure that uh, I have hit them. Now, in 1948, the United Nations and Intergovernal um, Organization that promotes international cooperation in order to create and maintain an international order was established. So then we have right afterwards as well, we have in 1948. So we, we joined the WHO 1946, and then we joined the United Nations in um, 1948. This is this is really funny how all this happens, and then they're trying to push another war, another World War Three, when it's now. Um, the UN was established in an effort to institute a one-world government. The UN also supports population control by supporting government programs that promote forced abortions, coherent sterilizations. Today, they are promoting an experimental vaccine that will alter our RNA and potentially destroy our immune system. Man, man, oh man, it's like 1970, 1976 is so much better than the 1940s, let me tell you. Anywho, um, Robert, do you want to add anything before I move forward? No, I can't hear you. Okay, moving forward. Not yet, move forward. Okay. I'm going to move, I'm going to fast forward to 1963. Do we know what 1963 was? Um, 1963, just weeks, uh, this weeks before President Kennedy was assassinated, he said a revolution is coming. A revolution which will be peaceful if we are wise enough, compassionate if we care enough, successful if we are fortunate enough, but a revolution which is coming, whether we like it, I mean, whether, sorry, whether we will it or not, we can affect its character. We can alter its inavailability. So I feel like we're in that time again. We don't have anyone. Everyone wants to talk about um, DeSantis or, or some kind of popular Republican in Congress, um, but no one's talking about that. 
this, I mean, that stuff just happened in the 1940s. And then he gets into office. He decide. he says this, and then he's assassinated. Now we're here in, in 2022, still same stuff going on. And there's no one, no one standing up, um, looking to be that leader to take America back, to fix it. Because what he said is the solution, but who is going to actually do it? Especially when they have people paying as domestic terrorists on January 6th. When they can just deem someone as a terrorist, no matter what. You guys see where I'm going with that? Let me pull Baldy back over now that I'm done with that part for now. Yeah, yeah. Flamethrowers is just like killer. Um, Baldy, I'm pulling you back over. Because I'm. this is part one. We're going to have another part two. Um, I haven't decided when part two is going to be. I was thinking next Monday, but I want to make sure. I think I may have someone scheduled for next Monday, but my calendar looks funny. So I double check. But if I don't have someone already scheduled for next Monday, it will be next Monday. And if, if it's, um, if next Monday is already full, um, then we'll, we'll pick another time next week to go over part two. But I really would like to do this week, but this week's kind of full. Hey, Baldy, go ahead. Remember when Mitt Romney and Murkowski and Collins just joined together to bring in Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson? That's how they're working. Yeah, we might easily call them traitors, but they've been working all along. And now they're, they're, they're obviously their true colors are coming out. And we're seeing before they were at each other's throat, they would vote for each other. It was a partisan thing, or to the Republican or Democrat. But now you guys are beginning to see that they're more coming out into the spotlight, where Republican wouldn't vote normally for a Democrat, a Democrat socialist policy, or even a, a candidate for the Supreme Court. Now they're doing it, and it should be expected. Flip flopping and all that, which has been known, it's not the first time. What other things are they going to do, which will bring out? Their true colors, which we shouldn't, we should already be expecting. It wouldn't be, it shouldn't be a surprise. We need to purge these these parties. They need to go. All these old right and old old Democrats, they need to go. And whatever comes in has to be new breed, no party system. It's just got to be pure independent people. You know, I don't know how we're going to do it as a nation if we move forward because the way it's looking. They're more interested in becoming one world uh, government under mm-hmm. the United Nations. This is more becoming as exactly what's in the Bible. This is all biblical. I know it's not going to be, it's, we're not, we, we're not going to be able to stop it, but we could at least put a break to it. But it's going to continue. And we, we, something needs to be done. People need to be wake up and need to be educated. And people that said before, oh, I don't like politics. I don't like talking about politics in the house. I don't like talking about politics in Thanksgiving. I, I, we don't talk religion. Well, that's time to grow up and grow some. This needs to be at the table. As controversial as it might be, as hurtful as it might be, the truth hurts. But the truth also sets free and the truth comforts. People need to wake up and stop putting down all the, not the social, our social media, but wasting their time on Facebook, wasting their time on Netflix, Disney, and all that. Because that's what people do. What do yeah. people say now? People that used to be parents before. Oh, I just come home from work, nine to five. Oh, I'm home from work. 
And I don't want to do nothing. They don't even want to go back to church service or be in a Bible study. All they want to do is come home, eat a fat meal, put on their slippers, and just chill the rest of the night. Just doze off right there on the couch or the love seat or whatever. That's it. They've given up. They grow like that until they get older and retire. They get to survive unless cancer or cholesterol hits them or something. So people think they need to change. A lot of people have given up. They, they don't think there can be a change. And meanwhile, these politicians are banking on that ignorance. The more ignorant, the more docile, the more drugged up you are, the better it is for them. Something needs to change, guys. I'm, I don't know what it's going to take. It needs to change. Because when we least expect it, we'll either be going into a system like a social credit system like China or God knows what other country. We'll have, we'll have martial law, communism. You know, we're going to have to fight. Yeah, you are absolutely right. And you know what? You said something, too. You said that people have given up. I want to say this. I feel like people didn't even start. They never even stood up, ever. And there's fact that some people, some people, when I say give up, I think some people did try. They were silenced or maybe they were murdered. Their lives were ruined. They messed people's reputations. They had put out um, hit pieces on them and, and messed with their reputations because people just believe everything people put out there about them. I feel like those people, those people I can say have given up, but now we have a whole new group of people, you know, where, okay, we can blame whoever in the past for not standing up and doing their part. But then what, what are we then if we don't do anything? At least for now, we the, the thing is getting the information out and sharing it across the line and telling everyone what's going on. And like, if you have a platform, you know what? Our main platform is Twitter. I would like for all of us to also migrate over to gab.com. Let me put it in here because actual free speech platform, we have to worry about losing each other in the future unless you decide to post porn. Um, <laughs> um, but that is that platform. You're, we're good. And I actually already have a group set over there, but it's not really like, us actively talking like we are here, how their group is set up over there. But definitely, we should definitely get on gab.com too because our, our main place is Twitter. But we got to be, if you guys can screenshot the stuff we're talking about on Twitter and put it on your Instagram and your Facebooks and things like that. If you're sharing this this show over there. Um, if you're sharing anything, like I said, this week, you guys are going to get some face. I'm going to have some face videos this week. Um, it's been quite some time discussing and talk about things. If you guys have stuff like, you know, Robert and Courtney, um, Wanderer is in the group. Um, you guys are in the group. If you guys uh, see something, make sure you all get with Courtney and Robert so we can share it. Uh, Wanderer, okay, is in there. James, oh, it's not in there. And John, nice to have you guys here tonight. But I will go ahead and shut this down here soon in a minute um, because we've hit the part one. The rest of the time is is for you guys. If any, if no one else wants to speak besides Boldy, we're going to go ahead and close out our anthem. But Robert, um, did you want to add anything before anyone else hops up? Um, yes, I do actually. I'm I'm really starting to wonder if the real reason the U.S. went after Hitler is because they were jealous that number one, he was doing a better job of eugenics at the time than we were and number two that 
his people actually supported eugenics. Ours didn't. So I'm starting, I know it sounds sinister and horrible, but if you think about today, I mean, they, they told us that they're, that they're fighting in World War II is retaliation for defeating the, for Germany attacking France as well as for saving the Jews from the evil Germans. But I'm starting to wonder if there was something a lot more to this war, quite frankly. Um, and, and because think about it, abortion has killed 65 no, no, 61.2 million children. That is short of Mao. Hitler only killed 6 million of his top opponents. So, Robert, real quick. Yeah. Your microphone is off the chain. It got louder and clear as hell. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just letting you know, but it sounds great. <laughs> well, technology is, uh, is not cooperating with me right now my audio is always in and out but but the bottom line is that i don't think the world went after hitler for the reasons that they say they did because otherwise they wouldn't be emulating fascism the way they do the u.s wouldn't be emulating fascism the way it is now because if you think about it the media corporations, the defense sector, and the government are all working together. That is corporate fascism. If if you look at the medical companies and the government, that's tech. That is fascism. So, are we really the enemies of fascism, or are we just mad that? He had a very popular brand of fascism, whereas we have a very unpopular version of fascism. That's the difference between us and Nazi Germany. The people loved him for it. We love freedom. We want rights. We want to be able to protect ourselves and read whatever we want. They wanted a savior, but we just want to live our lives. That's the that's what makes us different. And that's one thing the politicians hate about us. Because you got to remember, they don't look at us as human beings. They look at us as servants and slaves. If you make less than a million a year, you're not a person to these politicians. You're government property to them. You're a servant, a slave. That's that's the worst part of all this. Absolutely. I'm happy you brought that up, too, because I actually got into it today. And I know Courtney and Flamethrower know about this with some folks. Um, let me find it, because sometimes, you know, I, I you guys help me stay, you know, cool and sane sometimes with some of these crazy folks saying ridiculous things. And I know sometimes they want, you know, people want to go after an account like mine to get some attention, but man, but when I'm seeing like multiple people saying it, it's kind of like, Ooh, that's so cringe. That's kind of probably why the Republican party 
That's why black people are skipping that party and going libertarian or, or independent. Um, you know, when they're leaving Democrat party, I've never been a Democrat, but um, what? Um, okay, hold on. I've never been a Democrat, never voted for a Democrat, never will. But uh, um, let me see where I sent that to you guys. Man, we is popping in here. We had a lot of conversations. Okay. Okay, so I said uh, not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm not I'm not anyone's political property because my whole thing is not political property. My website is not politicalproperty.com because how people think and operate as if they are property of these political parties and entities. So I said that and someone decided to say this. Oh, hold up. I see three people liked it. So let me make sure I block them too. Um, I block everyone who likes these kind of stupid comments too. So they don't ever come back and see it again. Cause that's how I get down. They said the only party that ever held blacks as property in America was the Democrat party. It took Republicans fighting a brutal and bloody war against Democrats and winning Democrats to release their property. What does that have to do with us saying we're not property, political property? You have you said that because I was black. He didn't say that. He wouldn't say that if someone else was white that said that stuff, even though white people were slaves too. I told him to stay on topic. And they went even further to say, um, let's see, make sure they didn't delete it. They said, that is the topic. You said property. And I, I explained which party considers you property. What am I missing? Is there another topic you had in mind when you said property? Like, how does that go over your head? These people, Democrat people and Republicans, think you're property. When they go and look to the list and they see who you voted for in primaries, they look at you as you if you belong to their party because you voted for them. You belong to them because you've donated and given them money. It's just insane to me how people don't realize that this this sheep mentality, this feeling like you have to belong somewhere, throwing on an elephant or a donkey. Those are the animals you want to throw on you? Hmm? And having to say, oh, well, if we don't vote for a Democrat, if we don't vote for a Republican, what do we do? So that just proves our point that you're controlled. You're not thinking for yourself. We are individuals. We self-govern ourselves. We do not need them to govern and rule over us. They've done a pretty shitty job doing it. Anyways, I don't have anything else to add at the time, and I haven't seen anyone else jump up and grab a mic on this discussion. So I believe I'm going to go ahead and close this out in our anthem. Alrighty then. Un momento favor. Going to call this a night. I would like to thank Robert for co-hosting this discussion. We will have a part two coming up very soon. I'll make sure I announce that. And Baldy, thank you so much for coming up and throwing some gems out there. You're definitely absolutely right about what you're talking about. And then, uh, Robert, go ahead. I think you're trying to say something. Yes. Um, I One thing I uh, – that sorry, sorry, drop my remote um, – one thing that I want everyone to get familiar with, uh, I listed that site in the comments, archive.is. All you have to do is copy the hyperlink of the page you want to archive in there, and then it, and then hit, and then hit the archive button, and then, and then you'll have a permanent copy. I don't see it. Can you put it in there again? Yes, archive.is. Okay. Yes. Uh, 
Let me see. Yes. And by the way, that, that they have servers all over the world. So that, so you don't have to worry about one country deleting the entire archive. Oh, yeah. So Courtney Courtney said they call us cattle. They do call us cattle. (laughs) Yeah. They, they do consider us to be cattle. We're livestock to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the saddest part is that their money is what makes them think they have that right. Just because they're billionaires, they think that they have the right to treat us like property. Yeah, I think it's time for us to drop one of my favorite animes thing real quick before we head off. Since we brought up the whole livestock situation. And I still don't see your link in our live chat, Robert, by the way, while I'm, while I'm playing this. I'll send it to you via Twitter. Oh, we're not going to put it in the live chat? I did. For the listeners? I did post it there. Oh, maybe it's okay. I haven't seen anything. So, you know what? Let me go back and see if maybe it's just acting up on me. Hold on. Nope. The last thing I saw was six minutes ago. It was Courtney. Okay. Let me play my favorite anime of uh, them referring us us being livestock because this is exactly how they think and feel about us. Hold on. There we go. Livestock. 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 All those stupid, miserable faces are priceless. A herd of sheep to fill my coffers. I do believe their taxes to make my wine taste even more sweet. Hello, Master. Good afternoon. Uh, Hope you're ready, my dear. I'll need a nice long full body rub today. So what kind of massage did you have in mind? And he's dead. And now we're closing out our anthem. Get ready for part two, you guys. Make sure you guys are the notifications for the show are set up so you guys can make sure you don't miss it. Here we go. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.